And this is Bill Brenza with the Texas Patriots Pack with another episode of This Week in Montgomery County Politics. Everything that we didn't have in last week's episode, we definitely have in this week's episode. We have some political theater that would make Harry Reid proud. But before we do that, I have a few housekeeping items that I need to take care of. The first thing I want to talk about is our Christmas party. The Texas Patriots PAC 2015 Christmas party will take place on Friday, December the 11th from 6.30 p.m. until 8.30 p.m. We're going to be holding it at the Timber Lakes Baptist Church, which is the parking lot right across from where our headquarters is at 1540 Sawdust Road. So when you're driving down Sawdust, the parking lot just before the one you would take to go to the PAC office is where we'll be parking and where we'll be having our Christmas party. So I hope to see you all there. The other event we're going to be having is a fundraiser on December 17th. And it is going to be at the brand new Saddle River Range on FM 1488, just past Kirkendall on the right-hand side, that's the north-hand side. If you're driving from 242 or from Kirkendall, make sure that you watch for it on your right because the entrance to the parking lot is right there at the very beginning of the property. If you go past that parking uh, entrance, you'll have to go down, make a U-turn on 1488 and come back. It's gonna start at 6.30 and it's gonna be a lot of fun. I don't have any more detailed information for you right now, but that's December, 6th, December 17th at 6.30 p.m. in the evening. So mark your calendars and save that date. Something new that we've added is a disclaimer. Sort of feel like that I ought to say that since this is my show, even though I'm doing it as part of the Texas Patriots Pack. So here goes the disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely those of the host and his guests. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of the Texas Patriots Pack, its board of directors or members. Opinions stated by the host and his guests are not to be considered as endorsements by the Texas Patriots PAC. And I set an email address up for us, so please feel free to email me at podcast at texaspatriotspac.com. Good comments, bad comments, um, ideas of things you'd like me to talk about on the show. If you'd like to be a guest or there's somebody you think would be a good guest, just let me know. And now to get into the meat of the subject. What we're going to talk about is the last meeting of the Woodlands Board of Directors, the one during which they elected a new chairperson. And I'm gonna talk about the political theater that happened around that. It all started when they came out with the agenda. As you all are, are probably aware, the citizens' comments normally takes place at the very beginning of a meeting. However, for some reason, now, I'm not saying it wasn't because they didn't want 30 minutes of people saying Gory Bunch should be elected the chairperson, and they didn't want that done before the vote, although that is a possibility. But the agenda came out, and the public comment was item number 11. Item number 11, way down there at the bottom. So those of us who would normally sign up to make comments didn't bother. Why should we bother to sign up? Because we're not going to get to talk before the election. Well, then, of course, 
the board meeting starts. Once the board meeting starts, you can't sign up anymore. And what's the first thing they do? They change the place on the agenda for the public comments. Because when the whole record comes out, they didn't want it to look like they had the vote and then they had the comments. So they moved them, but they didn't move them while anybody had a chance to sign up. So let's hear that. Let's uh, hear how that went. We will now receive, consider, and act upon the adoption of the meeting agenda. Mr. Chairman? Yes. I'd like to move that we uh, adopt the meeting agenda with one change, and that is to move the uh, public comment section, which is item 11, to follow item 6. Of course, there were some people that signed up thinking they were going to get to talk before the election, and of course now they did. But when some of those people started talking, we heard the infamous point of order, point of order being called out. Not sure who it was, but I think it was Mike Bass, because we don't want to have people giving their opinions in the comment section there in the board of directors meeting. We just want them to come up and be polite and courteous and not say anything that the board members would find distasteful. We saw that pulled on us before the election and we all know how that turned out. So let's take a look. Uh, Ann Schneider, uh, I worked really hard for your opponent, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I've, I've looked at the Board of Directors of Interfaith, and uh, you have uh, Tim Welby, who's one of the uh, people on the board. Uh, Alex Sutton is the other, the co-president of the Women's Development Company, and the past head of public relations for Women's Development Company, Joe Gersh. Uh, Mr. Chairman, point of order, I don't think these comments meet our guidelines for public comments? How so? If the gentleman has something to say without attacking someone on the board, let him say I would, it. Otherwise, I'm, I'd like uh, to have him removed. I'm not attacking anyone. Well, we're, we're not about to criticize. No, I'm not. Everybody, let me just talk I to you. I just raised the yep. I'm just asking a question. Now this is Director Rob's chance to handle his first hot potato. Now, let's see how he does with it. I'm just asking a question. We have a counselor here. What would the ruling be on that point of order? The ruling would be that the speaker at the podium is supposed to address the board as a whole on matters of public concern and not to engage in politics um, and remarks are to be courteous. Well, he tried handing it off to the attorney and the attorney just handed it right back to him. It is up to the presiding official to make that eventually that determination. So if you would like him to move along, or if you think... Well, maybe we can sell it this way. How much time is left? I would say... I'll wrap up. I would just say go for your last 58 seconds. Okay. Now, I will say this. I thought that he did a great job of handling it when he actually did handle it, and that is letting the person continue and finish their thoughts. Now we come to the election. And I thought John McMullen did a great job talking about the election and the effect that it should have had on the sitting board of directors. And then he did his best to try and get some kind of comments made by, by Gordy uh, before the call for the vote. So I think well, perhaps I should well, I'd, like to make some I'd like to make a nomination. Yes, I'd like for you to. Correct. So as we think as we think about who is going to lead this board for the next year, we should not ignore the clear message 
sent by voters on election day. This is the very same message voters are sending to elected officials at every level of government. And that is that it's time for a new direction. And make no mistake, that message from our voters was sent to every member of this board. Because whether or not you're up for election this year, you all placed yourselves on the ballot. You did that by writing op-eds about candidates. You did that by emailing your network with candidate endorsements. You did that by working the polls. And you did that by attending candidate events and donating to their campaigns. Every member of this board participated actively in the election. And I commend you all for that. When you feel strongly about, you know, like the candidate, you should get involved. But when the votes are counted, we should not put our head in the sand and ignore the results. The voters told all of us it's time for a new direction. So every member of this board has a decision to make. And that decision is, we listen to the vote and nominate Gordy Bunch for chair, Jeff Wong for vice chair, Laura Fio for treasurer, and Ann Snyder for secretary. And finally, because there is a contested race for chair, I think the board and the public should hear from both directors Rob and directors Bunch as to why they should be chaired before we vote. So directors Rob and directors Bunch, can you tell me why you think you should leave this board? Uh, Director McMullen, I'll, I will refer this to our council to ask. But that didn't work out. And the vote, of course, was four to three. I'll see, and I've moved that we continue with the vote. So that's my motion. Let's continue with the vote. We have four votes for Dr. Rob and three votes for Director Bunch. And the board of directors is apparently still firmly in the hands of the developers in the Woodlands Development Corporation and the Hughes Corporation. I know that a number of us after the election had hoped that we would have a better outcome as far as the board of directors is concerned, but it just goes to show you how significant every vote can be, especially in a township election. So my question to you is, what is the significance of the number 674? Give up? 674 is the number of votes Ann Snyder won by. 670 votes out of 10,000 votes that were cast. So the next time you think about whether you should donate to the Texas Patriots PAC, the next time you wonder whether you should go vote, the next time you wonder whether or not you should talk your friends into voting, just remember 674. Thank you very much for watching the podcast, and I look forward to talking to you all again next week.